0: Welcome to the B2B Mix Show with Elena and Stacy. In each episode, we'll bring you ideas that you can implement in your sales and marketing strategy. We'll share what we know along with advice from industry experts who will join us on the show. Are you ready to mix it up? Let's get started. Hey everybody, Stacy Jackson here. And I'm Elena Jackson. We are the co-founders of Jackson Marketing. And in case you still haven't heard, we are also sisters. Stacey, what's today's topic about? Today, we are talking about infographic marketing
1: and a tool called VisMe. It's really cool.
0: Elena, what do you think about infographic marketing? I like infographics because, first of all, I'm not a huge reader. So I like visual things. Um, so infographics are great for me. But I hate it when people try to cram a lot of stuff on it like paragraphs upon paragraphs on an infographic because that's kind of not the purpose of it, right? So um, all in all, I I love infographics, but only when done right is when they really work. Yeah, I agree. I hate it when a
1: bunch of stuff is packed in, but I also hate it when a bunch of stupid stuff is on the page too. (laughs) If, If the message could be better served with a blog post or a video, do that. Everything doesn't have to be an infographic. Yes. So with that said, Elena, why don't you introduce today's guest?
0: Paymon Tai is the founder of Visme, bootstrapped on a 10000 budget and one of the leading all-in-one graphics and visual communication tools used by over 4 million users from over 120 countries. Paymon has a unique story on how his first agency came about and why he started Visme. As a no BS type of guy, his journey has been a lot of trial and error and has brought deep knowledge and real life experience to back it up on how any business with limited budgets can gain traction and successfully compete in their marketplace. Made for non-designers, but still powerful for graphic designers, VisMe combines simplicity, flexibility, and interactive features within a single platform, giving users everything they need within an easy-to-use online interface, supporting individual users and teams at organizations such as IBM, Uber Freight, Ultimate Software, Duke Energy, Fujifilm and more. Paymon, welcome to the B2B Mix Show.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
1: We do appreciate you being here. Before we get to discussing infographic marketing and some best practices there, let's talk a little bit about VisMe. We know that VisMe is a platform that helps non-designers tackle visual content creation. And you can do some really cool things with it. I've logged in and played around but I do know that people like me, marketers, can be our own worst enemy. What do you have to share with those of us who are trying to get better at visual content using VisMe as far as best practices? When using a platform like that,
2: sure, absolutely. So I think in general, the you know the one of the first videos I did in our YouTube channel because we're pretty big on educating people, and not necessarily just how to use our tool, but also how to become better visual communicators and designers without being a designer. And that is that you know majority of people that are not designers they often make things too complicated. So mm-hmm. as in the rest of things, less is more. Actually, is a good idea and works great. So just you know be, you know explaining it in terms of, let's say, a presentation slide, you know, when you look at most people that create PowerPoint slides or presentation slides in general, it is just too packed with content. It's filled. And nobody, there's no rule that says you can only have five slides in most cases. I mean, that's, you know, a five slide presentation could be 10 or 15 or 20. So you want to keep it, you know, engaged and just focusing on the uh, key information and some of the other principles that you want to follow as best practices, such as You know, the right use of fonts and focusing on the key points, contrast, you know, not having white text over like a very light gray background. You know, they're just very simple things that in a matter of, you know, just knowing these common mistakes, you will be able to create better content. So that's one of the things I think that's very important for people to know.
0: Yeah, I know that when I first started using tools that were for dummies like me that aren't designers, I overdid it. I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff I can put on here. And I, <laughs> and it was hard to kind of get out of that mindset of just make it simple. You don't have Absolutely. to go crazy.
2: Absolutely. And in case of ISME, you know, there is a balance and we've worked very hard on this. It's taken us years to achieve that is to... Create a balance where the non-designer can go in and they have a great starting point. So we work very hard on these beautiful templates that are already created, professionally done by our team right here in-house, one by one created and put available to our users. So you have a great starting point. So you don't have to think about designing. All you do is just find, let's say I'm trying to create a process or I'm trying to do a timeline. You just find a template that has the structure that you need and then what you do is just edit your text and information Mm -hmm. you don't have to really do anything else so we give people the 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 starting point for that and that works great for a lot of people and eventually and this is what a lot of other tools do as well you know for example tools such as canva and even in powerpoint you can get you can buy templates out there but what often happens is once you graduate past that it's natural for humans to want to you know become Better designers, better presenters, better you know educators, and everything else. You always want to get better, and so at some point mm-hmm. you hit this limit where you want to do a little bit more. You want to you know go a, a bit step further where your presentation, your graphic, you know, looks a little better than someone else's, or it is a bit more engaging, it grabs more attention, and so usually what happens, most people hit the ceiling with uh, some of the other tools out there that are kind of dumbed down to serve the initial purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the case of VisMe, what we've tried to do and work so hard is to find a balance, find a balance where you have restrictions in place, but yet you have more flexibility and you have the ability to be able to Go beyond just the average static graphic. So if you mm-hmm. want to, you know, the make things animated, if you want to create pop-ups or hover overs, we give you those abilities, but they're not kind of in your face. They're not right there where they force you. You know, we force you to have to use those. It's just there subtly when you need it. You can experiment with them and start putting them together. So that's mm-hmm. our mission: is to kind of be this visual communication tool use that structure and yet freedom. To be able to do more, and the same time, we draw the line. We draw the line where we don't want to pack it with too many features. That's really meant for the very professional designer who will be better off using a tool such as Adobe and so on if they want to create something very complex, right? So that's the kind of the it's been a it's been a huge challenge for us to find that boundary, you know that that fits most people's needs.
0: So you mentioned Canva, and so one of the things that comes to mind is like Canva is for like those really starting off, I just need to create some stuff to have on my social or just anything like that. And I'm not a designer. I want to get out there. And VisMe is kind of like the next step, right? So how would you compare or stack up VisMe against Canva, aside from the things that you've just you kind of went through some of those, but are there other things that really stand that, out right. that that we should kind of uh, that's talk a through? great
2: question. So in general, I mean, by the way, a wonderful tool. I think Canva has done a fantastic job of helping the non-designers and very non-office users to get that entry point. And what we really love about the fact of that tool is that eventually people want to go graduate beyond that and go a little bit further. And that's where Visme comes in. So there's actually a lot of users, when we do surveys and so on, that are Canva users, and they also are Visme users. Or they may have graduated from that to us. So what our differentiators is that, in our tool, you can pretty much do everything that you can do in Canva. But at the same time, now you can also apply motion to any object. So if I want to move an object from left to right, I can just click it and tell it, hey, move from left to right. You know, If I want to embed a video from YouTube and Vimeo and so on, I can do that. In a new version coming, which we can talk about briefly, we've taken things to a whole new level. We spent over a year and a half creating a series of assets that are basically already pre-animated for the user. So instead of you putting an icon and having to put another icon and time it and tell it, hey, come in this point and come from the top and come to the bottom, create this group object. We've created these group illustrations that are just ready to go in different distinct styles, you know, that are beautiful, you know, flat, isometric, outline, you know, for those that are familiar with these terms. Nice. Just basically, yeah. So you just drag and drop them into your state. So maybe you're doing a a slide, a cover page, and you're talking about, you know, the process of, you know, educating the students for X, Y, and Z. And so we have complementary. Some of them are abstract. So you just drag and drop that object, put it next to the text, and then that's your. That's it. You're done. because it's, So when you load that up, it already loads, and it's already got the motion to it. Just subtle, very short, very quick, and it's ready to go. So interactivity, we take it to the next level if you want to talk about that. And of course, you can download as a GIF, as a video, embed it to your website, and so on. So the, that's the other scenario. And now, for the serious uh, professionals that are very much into data, uh, then on that side of a spectrum for, let's say, professional use, because somebody might say, well, that's great. But, you know, I'm in a corporation. And I need to create charts and flow charts and so on. In VisMe, we've created a complete engine for the ability to be able to create diagrams and flow charts. So you can literally attach lines to each other and create your entire flow chart together within VisMe. Much simpler than, let's say, you would be able to do it in something like Canva, because in Canva, you have to drag and drop items, and they don't attach to each other. So mm-hmm. you have to, one by one, move them around. In VisMe, no, they're like sticky. They're magnetic when you use the flowchart tool. Then on the chart side, we actually provide full, pretty powerful charting mechanism so that you can actually not just have a little simple chart that's got you know a pie with three pieces on it, you can actually create pretty detailed uh, structures of charts. And we give you over 20 something, there's over 30 of them, then we have all these data widgets that are just drag and drop, so radial widgets, arrays, So, so let's say I wanted to create a population of male versus female and put percentages or football players versus such and such, and you can actually apply percentages, say, you know, this percentage of the population is this and that percentage is that in a tool such as Canva or PowerPoint, if let's say you wanted to do the similar thing and say hey there's 20 males and there's 10 females in my organization or vice versa you would have to drag and drop 20 or copy and paste 20 male objects and 10 female objects in vizme you don't do that one array 20 and 10 you give it a value what icons and boom it creates it for you that is nice
0: it saves you time that's right and your and your like graphs you can have like a excel kind of spreadsheet thing where you can put your
2: Correct. There, a you know,
0: and it kind of, it'll do your graph for you, right?
2: Absolutely. So you put your data, it, it, there's a table. So you actually put your data in a table and it, it will automatically visualize it into a chart. You don't, and then if you want to switch charts, you don't have to put your data again. You just, you know, switch the chart type. So it's smart enough to actually recognize that. Then you can even c- uh, connect your data to, let's say, Google Sheet. So you can actually have live data on Google Sheet, feeding coming from other third-party source. And then, then you don't even have to open VisMe again to edit your chart data. So let's say you create this presentation, and there's certain values that are going to be changing often. So let's say you do a monthly report for marketing, and you want the, the chart to just automatically pull the data without you having to open it. So I, I can actually publish a VisMe, get a URL. I can make it password protected, by the way. I could make it private so Google cannot index it, so I can share that with you. And so it's private use. And then you can go to it. And let's say tomorrow you go into it, and if any information in that Google Sheet has changed, the next time you load that presentation infographic and so on, it is going to pull the latest data. So, those are things you can do as well.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Because I know I've tried to do like a graph or, or, bar chart or something like that in canva before and it's it's a pain it's it's not easy because you can't just fill those numbers in so when i saw that i was like oh that is cool
2: (laughs) yeah that's one of the areas we shine at and and how that came about is because we actually started at mostly a presentation and infographic tool see in canvas case they started as a graphic design basically for social graphics. That was the primary thing that they Mm -hmm. started at. So they focus and they've done a wonderful job from a social aspect side for very simple graphics. Then they do all into presentations, then into infographics. And they have, of course, those capabilities too, as far as like you have slides, you have pages and so on. But it's very restrictive. And it has to be that way for that tool. The thing is that if they really wanted to do something, that is kind of like BizMe, they'd have to step outside of that comfort zone that they built for the rest of their users or pretty much build a completely separate product. Yeah. So that's that's where you know we focus on. We started as an infographic presentation tool. So that's where we shine in terms of like heavy features, heavy, easy to use features that we give you at then we started going into documents and printables and flyers and social graphics and blog graphics so we actually almost start at both ends of the spectrum and although both of us are kind of all-in-one visual communication tools our focus is to kind of give you a little bit more that edge that differentiates your content the end result over let's say everybody else that's using you know that tool or others mm-hmm.
1: and I think you mentioned a few moments ago that a new product, Release is happening. Visme unleashed. And I think the day this episode goes live is the day that product will be released on the twenty-fourth. Yes, yes, that is
2: correct. So we are going to be we're working on the new version of Ismi for over eighteen months or so. Not just on developing a new version, but all the assets that I talked about. The new version is going to be. I mean, I'm very excited about it because it is the foundation and stepping stone in, in what we have planned for the next few years. And I think people, the early access users have been very, you know, the supportive and very welcoming of the things that we have built. Long story short, you know, so. The new version we're calling a VisMe Unleashed, I mean, look, you know, this is the fourth iteration, the fourth core version of VisMe. The one we have right now is the third one. It's kind of too boring, I think, with this major update just called VisMe 4. I mean, come on. So at VisMe, (laughs) you know, I think we like to do things a little bit differently. You know, normal is boring, which is why our tool, especially in the new version, you're going to see things that nobody else is doing. What we've looked at is looking at all other tools out there. From your Canva to your PowerPoint, to your picture chart, to Powtoon for videos, and Slidely and Biteable, All of these are competitors in one way or another that are visual communication tools. One of them is focused on video production, video presentations. One of them is focused on mostly social graphics. One is on just infographics. We looked at all of those, and we said, what is the common denominator, where people can just have one tool, one interface, and they can create any of those within one tool for a fraction of the price and having three or four or five of them and having the a learning curve of using four or five different tools. So that's what our mission of me is, is to give you one tool that you ever need to create anything that has to do with graphics, that has to do with motion, that has to do with data visualization, that has to do with presentations, that. So build anything except very long, boring documents. So by any means, if you ever want to create a long legal document, terms and conditions, that's, you know, 50, 60 pages, 100 pages. Go somewhere else. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, use Word document, you know, but everything else is game. in
0: Hey, folks, let's take a break to hear about today's sponsor. And we are back. So like we know that content is huge and it's it's everywhere. We're bombarded with it every day. There's so much content saturation. I don't think that should be a, a surprise to anybody. But sure, we all have short attention spans. So it makes it difficult to kind of capture someone's attention and draw them in, make them want to mm-hmm. come and find out more. And how can an infographic marketing process strategy help marketers to kind of improve their results and, and grab that attention and draw their audience in?
2: Sure. So, you know, I will be lying to sit here and say is that, Hey, just create great graphics and, you know, make it move around and so on. And then you're going to have better engagement. I mean, any marketer knows that. I mean, it is, it is going to start with a, the content is king in terms of Google content is king in marketing, you know, it's just, you know the tools such as us, or in terms of graphical manner, is the, is the medium through which you translate that. And you actually put that in front of an audience. I think that it has to do with great storytelling. You know, If you're able to tell a good story, now a grit story doesn't have to be a story that you have to listen to for five or ten minutes it could literally be a quote it could literally be a phrase right and you are able to support that with some sort of a visual and a graphic an icon an image so and you're able to do that because then you're able to convey to people you're able to tell that story in a meaningful manner and in a snackable manner, because less content is more these days. You know, say the minimum with the most amount of you know impact. Then the audience, especially when you're talking about visual cues, they're able to absorb and remember that a lot more. I mean, study after study has proven people can debate the percentages as far as this percentage of people are communicators, this percentage faster absorption of information. But everybody can you know agree that the fact that. We remember much better when we look at something that's visual. You've seen an image, you're going to remember it a lot faster than let's say, you know, you read a paragraph of text. So that is an advantage, and I think combining the two together is is very important. So being able to use great story content, text with and presenting that individual manner is great. And the same thing goes for data, right? So a story could be data. You could be telling and showing and presenting certain sets of data and stats and widgets. It could be quarterly data, it could be marketing stats, and being able to present it in a manner that is easy to consume and remember, then you, I think, are able to get better engagement.
0: you made a point about that a story doesn't have to be long, it could be a quote. I think a lot of people kind of get caught up in you know, when you're going through school and you have to write stories, you have to have the intro, the body, the conflict, the resolution. You have to have all these pieces to to tell a story. Do you think that that kind of hinders people from being able to tell a good story in an infographic because they want to put too much stuff in it sometimes?
2: I think so. I mean, I, I would recommend, so if somebody was to ask me a question and say, hey, what is the, the, you know, of course, we have a lot of articles in our blog. We have videos created on our YouTube channel about how to create an effective infographic or ads and so on, regardless of what tool you use. But in a nutshell, I believe that it's, it's, it's no different then let's say somebody who wants to sit down and write a book or write a report, you know, you're going to have a you know an intro, an outline, and you know and the conclusion, and so you have that structure, that outline that you create. Same thing with an infographic, you know, you're going to just need to jot down and decide what is it I'm trying to cover from the from the bird's eye view, right? Then the next question instead of it being is that okay, let me just go in and just add everything that I want, which is what most people do. They have an outline and they start with bullet one and they just fill in. And write a lot more information than they may need to. What I suggest is you have your outline and then you ask yourself, what is the minimal number of words and the, the minimal information that I could fill in between each of these, just focusing on the key terms. So I think it it almost would be, because we're talking about marketing here, kind of like yeah, search engine optimization, right? For those that are familiar with it. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you have a home page, a website, and you want to optimize your homepage for better search results not getting into the technicality of things, but Google, cares a lot about a few things, cares about the URL structure. So www.visme.com slash you know, make-infographics. So make-infographics is a keyword. The title, which is what you see in search results, that bolded line, that link, is needs to be no more than 40 to 50 characters, if I recall correctly, right? So what Google mm-hmm. is telling you and what people want to, to focus on is think of it as if Google does, the minimum amount of information between each bullet. So you're focusing in search and optimization on trying to say something that makes sense and yet including as many of the important keywords that google would care about so mm-hmm. think of the same way for humans you know they're talking about infographics those bullet points just focus on the key points the key data the key stats and nothing more and when you do that you have yourself an outline that's only a fraction of a page or maybe a page depending on what it is and now you go into an infographic tool such as ours you focus on only that information And now you're using data. So if you have statistics, like 37%, you want to make that 37% larger. Maybe that has to do with having one of our radial widgets or making the 37% much bolder and putting an icon next to it or something that makes sense. So you're focusing on that. So as a user, when people are looking at viewers, looking at infographics and so on, it's just visual cues. They're just kind of scrolling down, and infographics can be as tall as you want them to be. And you're just focusing on the information, and you see these little visual cues, and you absorb that. So that's the way I would say to go about it, versus actually writing a very long, detailed information.
0: Yeah, I I agree because I've seen some where they have like multiple paragraphs all throughout, and it's like I don't want to that's read all a, this. I just I, it's a visual that's for not me. An
2: infographic, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That's no longer an infographic. Right. That's, that's a report. Right.
0: Right. So
1: infographics, I was thinking the other day as we were preparing for this conversation that they have been around actually a long time. I remember one of the first I saw was about the dream Mm -hmm. layers in the movie Inception. (laughs) And that was like 10 years ago. (laughs) So people have had a long time to play with this. And in that time, marketers have had a long opportunity to kind of mess it up (laughs) and take that me too mindset and do really boring things Do you have any advice on how to step back and say, is this infographic worthy? Am I spending time on the right idea?
2: Sure, and and I will be the first to say that tools like ours and even some of the others are kind of guilty in making it available so easily to everybody who can create an infographic. And so they will even take one of the templates that we have and just go in and just you can make it taller and so on. Just add more and more and more text into it, Mm -hmm. right? So, and, you know, a tool such as ours and all our competitors could in some ways be guilty in terms of, you know, people that just don't care. They don't want to listen and they just want to do their own thing. Or maybe they're just not yet familiar with the principles of, you know, infographics. And so it's, the market got so flooded, market as in, you know, information out there, where now it's come to a point where... When he's saying infographics, it almost can have a negative annotation <laughs> yeah. for some people because they're yeah. used to seeing all the other ones out there. So, that, you know, that's, I think, is a challenge to overcome. And how do you solve that? Is yes, we can give people a great starting point, but it's also through educating them. So, at Viz, one of the things that we do, in fact, we spend probably too much, I would say, on Providing free information to all of our users and so on—the amount of time that goes into creating these videos that we do, mm-hmm. that are very, you know, uh, you know, kind of fun to watch and so on—they're short, but the amount of time that goes into those, if from a business asset, and we can actually get to that from a bootstrap standpoint as well in a second, from business standpoint, they almost don't financially make sense. Right, it's like why are you guys spending so much time, so much effort creating these videos and so on, where you could just bump up your, you know, Google ads. You could, you know, hire another marketing person and so on to to focus specifically on conversions. Now, I look at the long term. I look at the the dividends that these things are going to pay, where we're building a brand that is not only has a great tool out there for people to use, for everyone to use, but at the same time it provides, you know, meaningful educational information that they can, you know, that builds trust and confidence that they can do it and that, you know, it is provided by Visme. So that that's kind of the way that we're doing
0: it. You guys have an ebook out. I think it's called the Marketing Strategies We Use to Bootstrap Visme to four million users. In it, you yes. you kind of highlight a lot of the different strategies that worked well for you. And can you walk us through some of those strategies and tactics that you've kind of put into place and When it comes to marketing infographics.
2: (laughs) Sure. So, you know, unfortunately to say for for people that are listening in that are just looking for very quick tips to just make their business successful very, you know, quickly and grow it and so on, you know, and that this ebook is fantastic because it goes, over you know, over a hundred something pages, which is not meant to be read in one round. It's like whenever you want refer to it is provides real, you know, information, real data supported by all the results that we got or we didn't get. And, you know, in a nutshell, there was no quick, easy trick that did it for us. It was a combination of a bunch of things. So in, in terms of some of the things that we did is there's no secrets. It's all things that you can find out there, but we just really laid it out based on how it worked for us or didn't how it could work for you. And some of them, you know, has been content marketing. We all know from a marketing aspect, most people, and I was never a believer in content marketing, to be honest with you. I was like, why do I want to hire you know, a content writer and an editor. And we spent all this time in our blog. And then it's like, you know, we got 10,000 people that came to this blog post. And, you know, only maybe one person, maybe signed up for an account, you know, and these are the old days. And, you know, over time, it's kind of evergreen content. You write great content and they will come. You build it, they will come. Eventually, very slowly, mm-hmm. but it, it will flow. So, you know, we focused initially. We were just writing a lot of content on our blog. And then we change strategy in terms of writing less blog posts writing, very high quality. They're fully packed with tons of visuals and so on. Things that people appreciate and they could read it two years from now and it will still be most of it, you know, will be held mm-hmm. true. And on the infographic side, we went into writing articles on our blog about various topics, design, presenting, infographics, because it's all about visual communication and marketing. And using infographics to kind of do a very quick short snippet of the entire article, because... 3000 word article, maybe that's not your cup of tea. Maybe you just want to skim through it. Or even if you read it towards the end, we have an infographic that actually lays down and a great example, taking 3000 words and make it into maybe 150, 200 word infographic, right? With visuals and so on. So now it's almost a review process. It's kind of like the, you know, uh, seeing a, the Cliff Notes version of it. And now you're able to absorb that. So we did those and those infographics Got picked up by different blogs and outlets eventually, and they're being shared to this day. Some of them get shared, and look on the other side of the coin. Just because you build it doesn't always mean they come because you also have to do with some outreach. You got to get out there and you got to put it in front of body and say, "Hey, listen, you know you are in the winemaking industry and so on, and you're talking about all these different things. Here's an infographic we did that has to do with you know certain criteria about wines and so on. And so we put them in front of them. They're like, "This is great. This is fantastic. I'm going to put it on our blog." So they put it on their blog, and of course, they give you credit for it, and you get a link, you get a mention, and eventually some traffic. You do this over and over again, year after year, those things add up mm-hmm. to some. Some of them are hit and miss. There's no guarantee that you just get covered, and it's going to be great. But as a, you know, together, as a cohort, it ends up being a worthwhile, you know, the trouble of doing it.
0: Yeah, some people expect it to be overnight results, and <laughs> and it's a long-term process. It's not, it's not a one one one-time thing when you're trying to get that evergreen. It's it's going to be ongoing and it's going to take time. Yeah.
2: I think from a business aspect, this was a business discussion as far as you know building a a company and a business. I mean, this is a long-term thing. It's been six years in the making and you know we have a lot ahead of us. And it wasn't built in a day, right? So I think those that are looking for very quick, fast results, usually things that take off very fast often, again statistically, they also crash very yeah. fast to come down very exactly. fast. Exactly. So yeah. But when you build something, you know, slowly and you prove it, you have a market or your whatever that process is, you know, you build it with a great foundation that organically starts to grow, then that I think in general, statistically speaking, there's always a chance for failure and so on, but statistically ends up being a, you know, having a better foundation, a little bit harder to to break mm-hmm. down. That's kind of the philosophy that that I like to follow. And then, you know, now me being in, you know, 42, 43, I don't know what my age is, I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, today's my wife's birthday. Oh, well. happy yeah. birthday. Man. <laughs> Thanks. Of course, it won't be the twenty-four today being the day we're recording.
0: <laughs> it is her birthday.
2: Yeah, so, but, you know, in general, though, I think going back, you know, to 15, 20 years ago, in my, you know, mid-20s and so on, I was the same way, you know? So you kind of, through trial and error, you learn that, you know, sometimes it just takes time. And that's what content marketing is. Content marketing Is not something that you hire someone, you do it. You got to have a strategy. You got to figure out what works for you. You can't just keep doing something that doesn't work. But once you start seeing something work, you see a little bit of evidence, then you just keep doing more of it Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And you're also open to pivoting, experimenting with things. So it's a long-term prospect.
0: Mm -hmm. So you've shared a lot of... Oh, did you have a question, Stace? Yeah,
1: I was just curious with the different strategies mentioned Mm -hmm. in the ebook. I know you talked about guest posting and guest infographics did you find that yes. people were more interested if you offered an infographic than a blog post i was just curious
2: they love it if you offer both yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a content and that of course that yeah i think that both can have a success it has to do with the topic and the information mm-hmm. you know but the, the infographics depending on how well it's designed i mean you know so uh, i think it works great if you go to someone who is already about to write their next topic or has recently written it, and say, hey, you know, we created it for you. Here you go. Would you like to add it? If it's a nicer design, they'll pick it up. A lot of times, you know, because see, we have one of the advantages because we have designers in-house. That's all they do is create infographic templates. The average person wouldn't just be able to get out there and create a very high-end infographic that. You would, I'm not saying you can't, you you, you could use templates and someone give you and do that, so you can, Mm -hmm. but it has to be, you know, has to have a certain feel to it and speak their language, the blogger. Right. To want to include that. You can't just say, I'm just going to start doing, I guess, graphics tomorrow and you just put a bunch of them together and spread out. You're going to be very disappointed. Mm -hmm. And I will say this, it is hard work. It's not easy. I mean, it takes a lot of work to create, and you got to outreach, and you got to have to put a process and strategy in place. So, if you are a very small business that's never done this, I probably wouldn't say just go ahead and start right away with just creating a lot of these and put it out. You got to start slow, Mm -hmm. find, you know, battle, and then start putting those elements out there. And by the way, another workaround to it is that that infographic doesn't have to be very big. It could be where you're just showing a very portion, small portion of the article, and you're visualizing mm-hmm.
1: that.
2: And that could be the one that they may want to include in. maybe the two or three of them. And they want to include that to support that content. So when we say, guess graphics, it doesn't have to be very, very tall infographics. It could just be a visual format of certain snippets and mm-hmm. so on that will help.
0: That's a good idea. Probably a lot of people don't even think about doing that, but that's a good idea.
2: Yeah, it's it's just one day we're like, hey, why don't we not spend as much time and just create something shorter? Right. Mm -hmm. Light bulb. It's like (laughs) obvious, but (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't (laughs) initially.
0: So we have one final question, and it's just a fun question. So if you weren't doing what you're doing now, I'm going to (laughs)
2: charge. I'm going to charge for this one.
0: Okay. (laughs) So so if you weren't doing what you're doing now at Vizme. What would your dream job be? This is perfect since it's your birthday to rethink your life.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My wife's birthday. Yeah. Not my, (laughs) my birthday is coming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So hmm, that's a good, I, you know, I have, I have to be upfront and say, I, I really love, you know, doing this. I mean, it's, it's pretty much like a dream job, you know, and. When I when I was doing initially before this, I was just creating websites and graphics for the people. You know, I was like a great job. I loved it and so on. And eventually, it kind of got stale and dry. In that, I was like, you know what? I want to empower people to be able to do this on their own, versus having to come to me or some other agency to do it. And by the way, this tool was never created to outcome or overcome graphic designers and so on, a lot of graphic designers, especially at companies, love us because it's taking the load work off of their back mm-hmm. because we have these team plans so that they can go in, set up brand guidelines and so on. So their team can focus on just doing these little simple edits and changes and updates. And then the designer can focus on creating more templates or focus on other projects that really requires them. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, you know, a win-win situation. But you know, if it was something that I would I don't know particularly exactly what it would be, but what I know that it would involve. Will be in some way or another, helping people, you know, empowering people. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe it's a tool, maybe it was a nonprofit, maybe it was, you know, something else. But I think that's one of the things that vis me is also that we are all, you know, involved in some degree or another, you know, to to helping, you know, donating and assisting some people on, you know, behind the scenes, on on Their cause and Uh so on. So, we're going to be getting more and more involved in that over the years as our revenue grows and we grow
1: further. Yeah, I like that. Well, Paymon, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insights. If our audience wants to get in touch with you or follow you online, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: I think the best thing will be through LinkedIn. So, you just search for me. I don't think there's anybody with my name. So, you're just going to get one search result (laughs) Paymon, P A Y. It's written on Payman. So, you're going to be paying me. So, P A Y M A N. (laughs) The last name is Ta E T A E I. And then just connect with me and so that's will be the best way to get through with me
0: all right we'll include that in our show notes and if you want to follow me or stacy you can get with in touch with us on twitter at stacy underscore jacks that's s-t-a-c-y underscore j-a-x or you can find me at elena underscore jacks that's a-l-a-n-n-a underscore j-a-x and if you're not a twitter fan you can always look us up on linkedin and don't forget you can leave us a voicemail on the Anchor Mobile app or on anchor.fm show page. See you next week. The B2B Mix show is hosted by Stacy Jackson and Elena Jackson of You guessed It Jackson Marketing. If you need help with your B2B inbound marketing efforts, visit us at jacksonmarketingservices.com.